Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, what are we thinking intro-wise? Yeah, I've, I was trying to Google stuff there. Like, I haven't a clue. Mighty large gulp there, but I muted, so it was fine. <laughs> you were going to say boo. I, <laughs> no, I've learned my lesson. My dues, um, but I am still drinking. I cannot be stopped, and I will not be stopped. Um, welcome back to Bandwagons. Breed, how are you getting on? I'm good. I'm very sleepy today, but I'm, I'll get through it because I'm a professional. <laughs> That's I'd, I'd expect nothing less. I had um, a really traumatic day, I'm going to be completely honest. Did you? Were you working or what, what happened? I, I was working, right? That wasn't actually the the trauma, I would say. That was actually like a reasonable level of ir, ir, irritation. Um, but I was working in the sitting room and I had 30 Rock on in the background. I finished season one today. That's probably my biggest accomplishment. Um, and I could hear this like chirping. Oh, no. And it was like gradually getting louder. And I was uh. like, that's were they in the and chimney? I know. No, no, no. They were in my cat's mouth in the sitting room. And it was like a cartoon. I <laughs> leapt up with the shock and then the laptop was everywhere. And then Whiskey, like, who's my cat, put down the bird. And then I was like, oh my God. And then the bird obviously wasn't dead. So I was like, okay, I don't know what to do with this. It would actually be way more convenient if the bird was dead. But... Was it okay? No. It no. was just... So, okay, so I brought it outside then in like a tea towel and then left it in the grass and it kind of wasn't doing anything for a while. So then I took away Whiskey's outside privileges. Um, <laughs> clearly can't be trusted. Um, so then I came out later and the, she, the bird was, I don't know why it's a she all of a sudden, the bird was off the tea towel and in the grass of my garden. So that then I was like, okay. Dead, no, then I brought the tea towels in. So I was like, okay. And then I came out like a little while later and there was nothing in the grass. So I was like, okay, it's like sorted itself out because it seemed like one of its wings was a bit jippy or whatever. Jippy. Then, 
just as I was, just I was making the tea and like sorting bits out there. I went outside and there was another bird like on the concrete and the cat was like going to come out. So then I had to like go for the cat, bring her back in because she's a murderous bitch and then go examine if that bird is- cats. That's what cats do. Honestly, I think she could show more restraint. Do you know what I mean? Edward yeah. Cullen did it. That's all I'll say. Um, so there was another bird in here on the concrete and then that was like chirping away mad. So I don't know if there's a nest behind like one of the sheds in the garden. I didn't have time to check, but I will investigate later and then I might ring someone if it's the same bird and it can't fly because I can't have the blood. I can't have blood in my hands. Do you know what I mean? I can't be an assistant to murder. Like That bird, if it had a jippy wing, it's definitely dead by now, Farina. I'll tell you that much. I, but this this bird now, the concrete seemed in much better form, I will say. I'd say the one from earlier, a larger bird swooped out and ate that. Because <laughs> where was it going? What? Or another, or another cat or, or a badger or something from another garden. There's no badgers in Finglas. Give me a break. There are, surely. There are not. Well, there actually, fox, there might be. Fox, I there are foxes in Finglas. I've seen them. Um, fox, foxes have killed all my cats. But my cats did kill all the birds we had. So it's a circle of life. Yeah, I would be inclined to believe it's a fox and not like a peregrine falcon, but we'll see. A big, big seagull. A big, big seagull. We don't have seagulls out in Fingers either. We're not near We do. Seagull. We do here and you're not that far from me. Oh yeah, I don't know. Anyway, anyway <laughs> so that was pretty much my day. Um, that is so Talking to you and we're about to kick off our episode on um, Chrissy Teigen. Christine Teigen herself. Christine Teigen, yes. Um, we So we were like off two minds because obviously nothing is happening with quarantine and you'll get a show or like an artist occasionally and it'll be very clear as to what we'll cover for the podcast. But this week, me and Breed do that usual thing where we text each other and we're like, what are we going to do? And I, obviously Christy's in the news and we'll get to that in a minute. So we put it to the patrons and it was neck and neck between this and the BA test kitchen. Bon yeah, it was very close. Which I think we will come back to definitely because I'm obsessed. And if anyone, I already sent Breed on a few videos. If anyone, because she doesn't watch it. If anyone wants to suggest suggestions of videos from BA that I can send to Breed that will get her hooked on the test kitchen. I don't need to be hooked anymore content I think you do I think oh, you do too much going on I'm so busy <laughs> so busy what did you, what did you do today again <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean <laughs> are you going to tell people what you made for dinner I had uh, no that was breakfast <laughs> that was breakfast you did not have that for breakfast tell me what you made for breakfast you sick <laughs> when I say breakfast it was probably like half one um, no it was oh. earlier than that that's your first meal of the day though just tell them just tell them slim pickings um i had mackerel ravioli (laughs) so i had peri i had peri peri mackerel with some ravioli and mushrooms (laughs) and tomatoes it doesn't say it sounds quite nice it It sounds quite nice no it sounds quite nice when you say it in that order the order you said to me you were like so i had ravioli and like uh mushrooms and cherry tomatoes and pesto and whatever else and um and (laughs) Everything else so peri peri mackerel. <laughs> peri mackerel is underrated. How are, sorry, how can you be like, oh yeah, slim pickings, but like, where are you buying this exotic peri peri mackerel from? Little. 
Oh, I just, I just don't know about you at all. Do you know what I've started doing actually, which is the bougiest thing? Um, I'll do two sh- two shops a day, like two shops in a day once a week where we go to Little for the cheap bits and Tesco for the nicer bits. Because they're like right beside each other. Um, right. But it's so bougie. Like it kills me four hours of my day having to do two big shops. What would you, what, what do you get in Tesco then? Like what are your nicer things that you get in Tesco? The avocados, um, bagels, alcohol, ice pops, <laughs> all the essentials. <laughs> Fair, yeah, absolutely. Oat milk. Avocados are hard to get now. Uh, you can get avocados in little, but they're never ripe, and you'd be waiting three months for them to ripen. The ones in Tesco oh, are God. just chef's. Sorry, kiss. yeah. I ever ever needs to look out for the avocados that are like half avocados. They don't ripen. It's a scam. It's an absolute scam. Because my housemate got like a four pack or whatever, or maybe he got like two. No, yeah, he had never got more than ripening. two. Yeah, and they were gone out of date, and they were rock rock solid and I did that thing of putting them in a bag of flour to try and get them to ripen quicker not a bag that does not work yeah because there's a no it does because there's a thing in the flour that like makes it react I don't know it does work but not on half avocados you could hockey them at someone they'll never be ripe it's a scam yeah no anyway Chrissy Teigen Chrissy Teigen would I tell you a bit about her Chris- um, yeah, do I would enjoy hearing a bit about Christine. If you said no, I would have been absolutely in a jam now, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, Not great. Carry on. Chrissy Teigen. Christine Diane Teigen. She's 34. She is an actress. Uh, she's a model, sorry. American model, TV personality and author. She's not an actress at all. great. <laughs> Most people will know who she is, but I'm just going to go at it as if you've never seen her before. Maybe like don't really have much of an idea. Um, so she is very exotic looking. Her mom is Thai and her dad. <laughs> <laughs> she is. <laughs> Why not? I'm not disputing that, but you can't be like, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna open this if you know nothing about her. So she's very exotic looking. You need to, you need to be locked up for crimes. You need to I am so confused as to why you're shaking me. I, I hate us and I hate this podcast. Carry on. She is very exotic looking because her mother is Thai and her father is of Norwegian descent, if you'd let me finish. Her surname is actually pre- pronounced Tagen. But she prefers the incorrect pronunciation. But her family would say Tegan. Isn't that gas? That's like me with Fanula. I prefer being called Fiongola. <laughs> Fiongola. Fair shoulders and comb. Okay. Carry on. You're just laughing at yourself at this point. I, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> the long quarantine. Ariana, her dad's from Norway. He's not. You just said he's of Norwegian descent. Yeah, but he's not from Norway. He's from Utah or somewhere. Um, anyway, <laughs> she is a model, most famously known as a model. She was discovered by a photographer while working in a surf shop in California when she was 18. But That's absolutely a plot for a Disney movie. Isn't it just like who uh, works in a surf shop? Give me a break! This isn't fucking Summer Bay. Like in my head, I pick. I thought it was like Hollister or something. But then when I, I because I'd heard that story before, but it was a surf shop. Um, but she had never any interest in modeling. She always wanted to be like a teacher or something to do with food, which eventually came to fruition. Um, she's now. Would you say she's one of the most high-profile swimsuit models in the world? 
yeah, I would say so. Because I like I automatically associate when well, I don't automatically, but it's one of the main things I would like associate her with uh, Sports Illustrated. And, like, yeah. Over whatever the swimsuit edition, whatever the, the bloody hell it's called. But um, yeah, of that vein of like model, because you know they're like different types of models. Yeah. She's definitely the ones who's like risen up the ranks to be where she is today in terms of celebrity. Yeah, and she might not have been the most successful model, but she's definitely one of the most well-known swimsuit models in the world, if that makes sense. Yeah. For, yeah. Other, for other things. Um, yeah. She is very well-known now, but she was once fired by Forever 21 for being too fat. That's grim. Isn't it grim? She's like, fuck you, Forever 21. Yeah, I'm so glad that hole in Jervis closed out. <laughs> well, um, that was might- so aggressive. I don't know why I said that. Yeah, Jervis are not gonna like you. Oh, uh, well, it's not Jervis. It's Forever Twenty One. Yeah, fair. Um, you might recognize her because she's been on many, many various types of television shows. Um, similar to Meghan Markle, she started out on Dealer No Deal. Can you name anything else she's been on that you would know her from? That I would know her from. Um, yeah, like when you think Chrissy Teigen TV. Uh, that god-awful lip-sync battle show. My God, yeah. burn the ground. That but, should uh, make... Like, because that was... I That started as a concept on... Like a bit on Jimmy Fallon's show, didn't it? Oh, I don't know. Do you remember that clip of... I'm pretty sure it did... It basically started off where he got celebrities to do it and he had Emma Stone on and do All I Do Is Win by DJ Khaled and it's class, right? Okay. And then, I don't know, did he sell the concept wherever? In the same way that like James Corden did with Carpool Karaoke, that that became its own show. It yeah. should never left. And same with that lip sync, but I'm going to get, um, people are probably going to disagree with this. It should, I don't think it should ever have left that late night show format I don't know how you sit down and you're like yeah I'm gonna watch this as a thing like it works really well for those like viral clips you know of like Tom Holland doing Rihanna or whatever but you don't sit down and you're like yes this is absolutely what I want to sit down and watch for 30 minutes this is 30 minutes of a whole piece of entertainment would you agree or would you disagree yeah do you uh, I would agree because do you remember when the late late show tried to do it I know sorry no it wasn't late late show it was the Ray Darcy show Oh, the Ray Darcy show trying to do it weekly, like. Oh, oh my God. Do you remember Vegetable <laughs> Edwards did it, Happy Pair, and they were like, oh, I don't even want to think about it. Don't look it up for your own mental health. We're all struggling enough as it is, but it was shocking. shocking. It doesn't, like, obviously, like, the big, when you're getting huge, huge celebrities like that, it's going to work. When you have, like, Zendaya and I don't know who else has done that show, Bartam Hall. Like, the Queer Eye guys have done it and other people, and, like, The Rock. Bobby Tatum's done it. Yeah, like, and his, when his wife, R.I.P., well, actually, she's not dead, but they're not married anymore, but... Um, Jenna. Yeah, like that, Jenna Dewan. Um, like, that makes sense. Like, the happy pair twins don't make sense. No one wants that. No one asked for that, like, you know? I know, so funny. Um, So she does, she kind of hosts that along with LL Cool J, but I don't really know what purpose she serves on that show either. Yeah, because, like, LL Cool J is the main person, and she... She's, like, the hype girl. I don't know. Like Kind of hype girl, kind of, like, commentator. Yeah. Like it, like, it, like, it fits her brand, and I don't necessarily think she's bad on the show, but I think the show is bad. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, she's also I think been she's on... too good for that show. I think she's a bit wasted on it. Carry on, sorry. Yeah, she could hold it up down by herself, I reckon. Yeah, the 
Um, she's been on Inside Amy Schumer, the Mindy Project. She was the food stylist on Tyra Banks' lifestyle talk show called Fab Life. Have you ever seen that? No. No, neither have I. She has uh, co-hosted the Billboard Music Awards with Ludacris. She was a judge on Bring the Funny. And like last month, this new show came out. Did you see this? It was like Judge Judy, but it was called Chrissy's Court. Yeah, it's on that new... Queeby. Yeah, really weird concept for a streaming platform where it's basically like everything is like, it's either 10 or 15 minutes or less. Like nothing's longer than, I think it's 15 Oh, yeah, or maybe it's 10. It's one of them anyway. They're not longer than 15 minutes, basically. They're really short form. Um, but like you can't skip the ads in them. It's like a and it's like a Netflix kind of thing where you subscribe per month. It seems I don't know how it's gonna work. It looks so so bizarre. But that yeah. that that um Chris's core thing like kind of looks like a boss, but I'm like, why did you bring it there? Like, why does it live there? Do you know? But also that court show thing has been done, it's been done to death. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. And consider that even Judge Judy is bowing out now. Like... Is she? Yeah. Is it, do- is it done? Is it over? Let me stand by to verify that. I don't think it's over yet, but it is... She must be so bored of it at this stage. Um. Oh my God, Jerry Bishop died. Who? I don't know, it just came up there. Um, it is... <laughs> what? It, it is... Um, he was something to do with the show. I'm actually not really sure. Um, <laughs> it is. It definitely is ending soon. I absolutely did not make that up. But um, Shinelin revealed in a March 2020 appearance on the Ellen DeGeneres show, the Judge Judy series will officially conclude its series one with an all new TV series entitled Judy Justice. So it's not ending. I don't know what that means. Jerry Bishop used to do the, the announcing like, like Fanula has oh. not paid her rent. <laughs> the defendant oh my god that is so hateful that is an outside matter I have um, referring to something else that I'm going through at the minute and I would appreciate your support if you <laughs> sorry so the next series is running into 2021 um, and then Judy Justice is starting I don't know what the hell that is but anyway the point Judy I'm trying to make jail. if Judy is hanging up her gavel I don't think now is the time to be picking it back up. Which she, you know, which is not like. Um, what? You, well, you're like you just said she's not hanging up her gavel. But she's doing something else, though. Okay, it sounds it sounds the same, <laughs> but I'm not going to argue with this. I don't have the facts. <laughs> um. So yeah, she's doing Chrissy's court. Um. She's uh now mostly known for her cooking. And her tweeting, which you're going to get into. But she's had a couple of cooking channel specials um, called Chrissy Teigen's Hungry and Cookies and Cocktails. She's written two cookbooks. Um, the first one was released in 2016. It's called Cravings, Recipes for All the, uh, the Food You Want to Eat, which is just the best title I've ever heard. And Cravings was the second one, Cravings 2, Hungry for More, which was released in 2018. Um, and she has a website called Cravings by Chrissy which just has recipes and cooking suggestions and traveling anecdotes and all that crack. So that's what she's up to these days. Um, I have a bit about how she got into, how she met her husband as well, but I'll let you, I'll come back to that. Oh, I was going to let you kick off with that, but I was, I, b- before I let you, I got Key in the second Cravings book for Christmas or his birthday. I was do not good? know if 
anything out of it. Um, it looked very good. Um, it's very like comfort because obviously she's not a chef and she never proclaimed to be a chef. It's very like comfort food. As you said, it's kind of the names and the title. It's like all the stuff that you kind of wake up craving or those kind of things that you they pop into your head and you're like, I want to make this now. And you will only be satiated when you eat that one thing. Um, yeah. And she's a good, like, she makes everything look really good that she makes, even on her own uh, Instagram. Now, like, don't get me wrong, obviously the new site and all the content stuff that she's doing at the minute. Now, she said it's a small enough team. I think it's her and like three or maybe four other people. But um, you can tell it's something that she's like very passionate about. It's not a case of, do you know the way you'd see some people and they'll slap their name on something? Like this is clearly very some something that she is more interested in than yeah. being a model or perhaps like even being a host or anything like, you know? You see it on her Instagram as well. It's just all she does is just cook all day long. Yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't do that really unless you're really passionate about it. There's no money there. Like, um, I'm sure a lot of people listening to you talk about all those achievements and all these things that she's done and jobs and whatever else. I'm sure a lot of people are thinking, yes, but would she have gotten those jobs? Was she not if she was not married or with um her current husband, John Legend? Do you want to talk a bit about them? Yeah. Well, actually, she was a successful enough model when she met him because she met him on one of his music videos in 2006. Um, she was starring Can you name the song? The video for Stereo. I just watched it like half an hour ago. It is so cringe. But then I forgot it was 2006. It's very, oh, it's quick. Like, for the record, I John's second album, well, the first album was really good as well. That's where he won, like, a lot of the Grammys. Um, his second album, once again, is one of my absolute favourite and Stereo is actually on that album but it is very that video is so like quintessential like cringy R&B like that aesthetic of like let's have a scantily clad woman and there's going to be like graphics and graphics yeah and it's just we're just going to let yeah and I'm just going to stand here and I'm wearing a leather jacket the album is very good though yeah but they met on they met on the set for that yeah, so she said, uh, what was it, where was I? She walked into John's dressing room to meet him and he was ironing his underwear. And she was like, you do your own ironing? And he was like, of course I do. And she gave him a hug and that was how they met, which I think is really cute. I don't know why. That is quite um, cute. So they chatted for the whole day. It was like a 14-hour shoot day. And then they went to In-N-Out Burgers um, together and had food. And then they went back to his hotel and they hooked up. And they... Course. But they didn't get together immediately because he went off on tour. So she spent like the next year texting him and talking to him on the phone. Um but she was like very much I'm not trying to nail this man down because I know that's not how it works. So she was like, I let him be himself for a while. Should the worst thing you can do is try to lock someone like that down early on and then have them think there's so much more out there. I played it cool for a long time, never once did I ask, What are we? Um, she said marriage was never my goal because I've never been very traditional I was just happy to be with him so um, yeah she played it cool and he proposed to her in December 2011 after four years of dating and they now have two little babies not babies but children Luna and Miles um, and they seem very happy 
I'm very in love. He wrote, he wrote all of me, which is like arguably his biggest hit like worldwide now about her. And she's in the music video for that as well. Yeah, she said she knew straight away that it was about her because the opening line is like, what would I do without your smart mouth? And she was like, if there was ever a song to be written about me, that would be it. Like, she's like, yeah. She kind of me because like that, oh, that song is kind of just, I don't want to say it's ruined him, right? Because like, I feel like he was always on that trajectory of having like a really massive, like ballad kind of hit but it's like all he's kind of known for now. And I'm like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Because like, I feel like I mentioned even liking John Legend. And like, I'm going to be honest, I, I hate that song now because of how big it's gotten. And that uh, that poisonous Tiesto remix. But it never, it never goes any further. Like it just says, it. oh, oh, that'd be a good TikTok. Like orphan, like a seal in the back. Like, do you know? It's oh, yeah. I hate it because every single wedding I've ever been to, that's like the dance at it. I'm sorry to any weddings, any wedding people that are listening. <laughs> sorry to this wedding. <laughs> sense. Any people whose weddings um, ever that? No, well, it is. It has become one of those very cliche wedding songs. Like that is. And I mean, yeah. more like it's personal preference, but yeah. Um, you said she probably wouldn't got, have gotten as big. Well, you questioned would she have gotten as big without him? But I think now she's nearly like outshining him as the star in the relationship. Oh no, I absolutely agree. I was just putting that out there because I'm sure that, like, well, I'm not. I'm, it could be argued, absolutely, but we'll never know. I have. She's a bit of a divisive figure now because of the person. Because she's become her own celebrity, like, when you think about America, right, John is, like, nor has always been huge in America pretty much since, like, Ordinary People. And his uh, first album, what is the, I think his first, his first album's called Lifted. Since that album, he's always been really, really big. He's always been, like, a mainstream kind of celebrity there. Um, so, like, Chrissy was known in her own right, but, like, worldwide, people, it, I think it would be fair to assume that like, most people wouldn't know her. And in America, pe- some people probably knew her, but not to the extent that people knew John. And now, obviously, they're, like, this massive power couple. And as you said, she's probably nearly, like, edging him in terms of that kind of pure celebrity factor thing. And it's more worldwide as opposed to just being focused in America. Whereas, again, like, people... Again, people in America wouldn't know John, but I think worldwide, people know John, but I'd say there are a lot of people who would only know John through Chrissy, which is mad, like. Yeah. But why but, is that, Brina? Tell me why. Um, she took she took very well to social media. She's a very online person. Yeah. Um, like, is a big Twitter user. Um, I'm going to check how many followers she's at now. That's definitely going to change. Um, as we speak, she's a 12.7 million followers on Twitter, right? Has, has been very vocal and is kind of, and I don't want to be like, oh, she's not like other celebrities, but there has been that thing of she's been way more vocal and like definitely it's very clear that she manages her own account. Like we've had these conversations before about like the cast of Friends and how like Jennifer Aniston does not manage her account. Like Jennifer Aniston doesn't, 
she put up something really recently about of her giving the middle finger either to a paparazzo maybe or I, I might be still from a movie um and she's giving the middle finger and the caption is something about coronavirus and how much she wishes it would f off right and it's like oh my god gas you're so relatable jen like jen didn't put that up jen god needs to know that's the like content if she had a social media manager i'd be sacking them because that's poor content <laughs> But like she doesn't, she doesn't care. Like who you don't need. But that does sound. It does sound like something a woman in her forties would put up. I know, but like she, like she's not that out of touch. What is she doing all day if she's not managing her social media accounts? Being a celebrity, I don't know. Getting whatever celebrities do, getting facials. Yeah, fair. Rubbing a vino. Okay, exactly. Yeah, she's rubbing that oatmeal shit in her shins. Um. Okay, obviously, I can't prove that Jennifer Aniston doesn't manage her Twitter accounts, but, like, you could definitely... You're making big accusations. You could definitely argue, though, like, a lot of them don't, right? And I think it's obvious when you look at the stuff that Chrissy tweets in comparison to, like, what other people, what other celebrities put up. Like, it's very obvious, like... Yeah, it's not... It's managed. Yeah. She's very kind of, like, seemingly very self-aware about who she is and like I think tries to appeal to like and again I'm using inverse commas but like the common people and the kind of way do you remember when Jennifer Lawrence came out and she was making these like not outrageous statements but like in interviews she was very like or at award shows it'd be like haha I'm hungry like where's the buffet and everyone was like oh gas yeah. she's just like, she gets hungry and then everyone kind of hated her for it Chrissy's kind of been on that trajectory, and I think there are still people who love her for being this kind of really frank, um, like polymouth kind of person on social media that doesn't live up to the expectations that we have or like this idea of what a celebrity is. But on the other side, there are definitely people that hate her for it because they're like, you are definitely doing that. You're a bit tryhardy, you know? Yeah. I want to play a game with you on the subject of her tweets before I get into some famous Twitter things that she's done, right? Okay. So we're going to play blankety blank. Oh no. Okay, cool. Blankety blank. Blankety blank. Blankety blank. Blankety blank. Blankety blank. Okay, so I have some of Chrissy's like kind of most infamous tweets here. She's been very active on Twitter since like 2015. Um, And as I said, has always just been very online and is one of those people that I think it'd be fair to describe her as an oversharer, right? That's another thing. It's just when you look at celebrities, they're so private. She's not really. Anyway, first tweet. I have not put my blank down once today. My hand, it aches. My eyes dry. My pettiness. My pettiness has somehow maintained its strength. It must be phone, is it? Ding, 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 ding. What's her phone? Um, this is a good one. I like to piss John off all blank by going, I could do that as he watches and I stare at my phone. Oh, I just spilled my water. Um, I like to piss John off all blank. Yeah. Oh, it's either going to be day or night. Uh-uh. All day. Oh, no. I like to piss John off all Olympics by going, I could do that as he watches. <laughs> stare at my phone that's gas that is me this is a bit crude oh. but um 
Nonetheless, yikes, don't Google blank, Google blank recipes. Hmm. That could literally be anything. Do I get any clues? Um, think explicit content on the internet. Don't Google spotted dick. Google spotted dick recipes. That's good. That's a good answer. <laughs> it's a good answer, but it's on on incorrect. I'm afraid. <laughs> um. So the tweet reads: Yikes! Don't Google cream pies. Google cream pie oh, recipes. I was close. You were close. That was an extremely good guess. Um, next tweet. I'm tired of living in a world where I have to block 100 people over a blank post. Over a titty post? I have no idea. I'm so sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> titty post. Is this like a thirsty post? Anyway, go for it. I'm tired of living in a world where I have to block 100 people over a tuna casserole post. Oh, I was, how was I going to get that? Sorry, we have two more and this one is very applicable to you or like reminds you of you. Oh no. When I drink wine, I say blank and sober Chrissy doesn't like it. When I drink wine, I what? When I drink wine, I say blank and sober Chrissy doesn't like it. I say truths. I say lies. No, think of like a, think of slang. I say, oh, I say, <laughs> oh, this could be anything. I say, oh, I don't know. When I drink wine, I say, what ifs? And sober Chrissy doesn't like it. That's funny. And it reminds me, it reminds me of you saying Fabu. Fabu. <laughs> um, final one. I'm on hour two of looking at videos of blank, blank, dancing in broad daylight. Can you I'll give you a hint Do you know the video Of people dancing To Thomas Tank Engine No Oh yes You do No I don't think I do Actually (laughs) It's referring to that anyway So what what is it then I'm on hour two Of looking at videos Of cybergoths Dancing in broad daylight Oh do you know I, do, I do I do Cybergoths And they're like and they're, Well it's They're not legitimately Dancing to Thomas Tank Engine But someone's dubbed it over It's very very funny Yeah I, I was never going to get that That was hard I was in fairness But you, you did reasonably well You got I'll give you two For the spotted dick one Even though it wasn't correct <laughs> it, it was and it, it was too good of a guess To not acknowledge it <laughs> Thank you uh, So yeah, so obviously very vocal on Twitter. If you know her at all, you know she's been she's been involved in more than one feud with um, President Donald Trump. Um, he's blocked yeah. her, has he? Yeah, he blocked her in 2017 because I think she quote tweeted. Well, she definitely tweeted him, but I think she quote tweeted something he'd tweeted and said, "No one likes." She said, "Lol, no one likes you," and he blocked her. Oh my god, how petty! Um, but most recently, so in 2018, uh, John, as in John Legend, as in not John down the street, he was on MSNBC and he was talking about like criminal justice reform and uh, he must have criticised Trump in it. And basically Trump came back then and 
went out with like this barrage of tweets basically saying that he's accomplished loads when it comes to criminal law reform um, and basically saying that like Obama could never and blah, blah, blah. And so he started criticizing uh, John and then referred to Chrissy as his filthy mouthed wife. Oh my Uh, God. So the tweet reads, but now that it has passed, people that have virtually nothing to do with that are taking the praise. Guys like boring musician at John Legend and his filthy mouthed wife are now are talking now about how great it is but I didn't see them around when we needed help getting it passed so then Chrissy tweeted in response lol what a pussy ass bitch tagged everyone but me an honor Mr. President Mr. President and then hashtag president pussy ass bitch was trending on Twitter for a considerable oh my amount God. could you imagine tweeting Michael D. Higgins pussy ass bitch <laughs> oh no I think no I wouldn't dare no you wouldn't I wouldn't like dare that- you could you can't compare the two of them. It's like chalk and cheese, like. Yeah, I don't know what the equivalent is here. Chalk and orange, orange cheddar, like. Um, yeah. you couldn't be at that. But like, that's the thing. She's been very outspoken politically, like on everything. She's the kind of person that has an opinion on everything, which I know that kind of gall some people. Like I I asked my group of friends at home. It was weird because before we'd even considered this a thing. They'd said it in my group chat, like one of the girls who doesn't like her was like, I hate her. I think she's annoying. I'll actually read the, sorry, the exact message, the most recent messages she said, because I just jumped in there again and I was like, hey, we're recording now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. If you want to actually say why you dislike her, that would be great. And basically said, this is incredibly hateful, um, Basically said, reckon she got famous because of John and this newfound fame gave her a sense of entitlement to be a social icon by trying to be funny and wind up other celebrities. Um, so there you go. I wouldn't agree with that now. Why? But why do you think she is as divisive as she, as she is? Because even when we asked patrons about this, like I, one girl replied and was like, well she wasn't like please don't do not Chrissy Teigen but she was like not Chrissy Teigen and then suggested something else sorry that we ignored you patron and did this episode anyway but like I kind of wanted to message her and be like why like do you know like what is it that there's what is it about her that rubs people up the wrong way I hate I like I hate to say this but I have this argument with my family the whole time people just don't like funny women I think that's her like I, I there's no like reason for it but it's the same reason like people hate Amy Schumer like 
for, I don't think Chrissy. Well, I don't really. I haven't. I don't know her whole back catalogue back catalogue of tweets, but I don't think she's ever said anything that's been like unjustified or unreasonable. Chris, sorry, Chrissy or Amy? Chrissy. I actually have an example of a not great thing that she said, but not like a cancelable. Okay, offense. go for it. Um, so late 2019, she tweeted about AirPods, right? Seems harmless, okay? So she basically put out this tweet about her mom, Pepper Ty, who you'll know if you follow her brand or whatever. And she tweeted saying that her mom buys a few AirPods a month and says, and how her mom said they would be easier to not lose if they had a cord, right? So at first you're like, we'll make it worse at all, but you might read it and not really look at, uh, not look much into it. But when you consider the fact that like AirPods cost, do you know how much AirPods cost? In the hundreds dollars. They're like they 180, 189 euro, I think. Yeah. So like, it was kind of a weird, weird flex. And it's one of those things where when you're someone like Chrissy, who is, and I don't, I don't think it's a purposeful thing. I don't think she's like one of these people who tries to make out like they're very normal. I think for the most part, she is very normal and enjoys eating and enjoys getting burgers and, you know, like as, as normal as a celebrity can be. But when you tweet something like that, it kind of, it kind of highlights the space between you and them. And she obviously doesn't want that to be obvious because she has such a close connection with her followers and she wants to be seen as kind of one of them and on their level. But how can you be when you're tweeting about like spending potentially like buys a few AirPods a month. So we'll say she buys three AirPods a month. Like that's usually the maths for me there. What's three, three pairs? Three pairs. Like <laughs> I know Breeze, but that's it. You're talking about spending like 600 euro. Yeah. 600 euro a month. That's not like that's her, her, I but that's the point. Like it's nothing to her, but that's a lot to us. And it's a bit she came out and apologized after because it was like it's a Sounds like a personal problem to the people who took offence, if I'm honest. I don't see much issue with that. It's kind of funny. I mean, like Obviously Chrissy Teigen has way more money than us, and if it took that tweet for people to cop on and be like, Oh, she's not like just like me then it sounds more no, like not, their issue. That's not, I, I'm no, and I'm not saying that her followers aren't aware of it. And I'm not saying that the general public aren't, but like, it is a bit of a, like, it's a kind of a weird flex, like. I don't think she probably meant it like that, though. I think she just thought no, her, her mom is just gas. That's exactly, and I think the point, and the point is, I think it's obviously like, that whole thing of like, haha, they would be so much handier if they had a cord. And it's like, no, they literally already exist. You dumb idiot. Like that's, that's the funny part. And like, if she'd said that, she probably would have caused, like given herself an awful lot less hassle. But this whole thing of, oh, she buys a few a month. Like, I know she didn't intend to come out and she obviously didn't intend to have to apologize for it after. But like, it's not a great look like, do you know? Yeah, I just think it's but also I just like it is, it is, I just think like my, it is harmless it's absolutely harmless and I, like it's not something that I'd go up and be like I cancel her over it but like in terms of the order of people we when we inevitably have to eat the rich like she's on that list she's just down the list do you know what I mean it's not enough of a reason to be like I hate Chrissy Teigen that's my argument and I think people yeah. just get intimidated by 
girls who have the looks, have the husband, have the funny, have the money. Just people just don't like it. It was the same. It's the same with a lot of more. You see it more so with female celebrities than you do with men. I find. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And I, but I find what's interesting as well is like, sometimes people almost use that argument against you. Do you know what I mean? As you said, like, obviously we're making a generalization there when we say people hate funny women. That's obviously not applicable to everyone, but there are definitely certain people who definitely hate women because they are funny. And you'll say that and you'll be like, oh no, like you, like, oh, you can't use that as an argument because, um, like that doesn't mean they're beyond criticism. Like it absolutely doesn't. As I said, like that that tweet, that particular AirPod tweet, that's worked. Uh, like she deserves to be criticised over that. But at the same time, like if your whole thing is, oh, I don't really like her because she, I don't know, because the way she goes on online, a part of me is just like, well then just don't engage with that and don't look at it. Do you know? Yeah. There are, I just think there's so much worse people online. That's another thing. And when you think about how, like, don't get me wrong, I'm kind of like, I would have really, I do still quite like her, actually. I'm going to be totally honest. I'm going to sit out, get off the fence here. I do quite like her. I do think sometimes she's too online and from the sense of you can nearly tell from the way she tweets and, like, you see the level of abuse she gets and then she'll tweet about the level of abuse she gets. And I'm kind of like, it'd be very easy for you to step away and, and like, kind of still maintain this brand of being funny and kind of being loud and being opinionated and you can just do it somewhere else. You can do it on Instagram. Like, like Twitter's a cesspit. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't but know why. Why, she, why did she have to do, why do you think she has to do that? I don't think she, I don't think she has to do that, but sometimes I read her tweets and I'm like, why are you, why are you doing this to yourself? Because I'm in that position. And like, even from a not celeb position, I think everyone can agree that in terms of social media spaces, Twitter is by a country mile the most negative. Yeah. I don't know. She must just have taken off skin to be, to not give a crap. Like, I like, yeah. I just think more people, more people have an issue with the stuff that gets said to her and the situation she gets herself into than she even does. And it's like, why are, why is everyone getting, why everyone else getting worked up over this when she clearly is just having a laugh, you know? Yeah, that is the thing. Like, I don't really think she takes any of it very seriously. Like, like she tweets about, like, she tweets about everything. She's watching the most recent series of Love Island at the minute and she tweeted at the start of the month. She said, effing hate this chick on Love Island. Won't say what season, but this makes me feel better. And then she admitted that it was the most recent season. I'd love to know who she was tweeting about. I think it was either the twins or maybe Rebecca. Oh, yeah. I, like, I can. I was trying to think back to the most recent series of Love Island for this tweet and my brain melted into itself. It feels like it never happened. Yeah. She also had a funny tweet where she said, Love Island question, is a scaffolder someone in construction generally or someone in purely the construction of scaffolding also why are all your scaffolders young perfect ken dolls she's obsessed with um what is it naked attraction as well naked who isn't obsessed with naked attraction though like it's a it's a perfect format yeah in fairness um on the subject of like the abuse she gets or whatever um oh sorry actually will i talk about like 
not great stuff or will I talk about some positive like or how she's utilized Twitter and a kind of the, probably the reasons why she loves it yeah let's give her some positivity so do you know about the banana incident no so in 2017 Chrissy tweeted that she wanted to make banana bread oh did she need ripe bananas no she needed yeah she needed very ripe bananas okay uh, so she had oh I do know this yeah go on yeah so she basically tweeted be, being like if anyone has six brown bananas she'd trade them for John's underwear a signed cookbook and a Becca palette because she had a collab with them at the time um, and she got people to take pictures like she asked people to take a peace sign in the picture to validate that they were like legitimately brown at the time and whatever um, and someone got back to her her name was Meg Zukin she had bananas and lived in the area but she only had five um, but Chrissy was basically like, right, I'm going to have to compromise because there's no way my assistant will go to more than one house. Um, so, um, her assistant went and, um, got bananas and she made banana bread and made the trade. And then Chrissy was like, I'm never going grocery shopping again. And it was all a bit of a lol. But then this month, right? So fast forward, we're however many years later, three years later, we're in quarantine. Everyone is going through it. Not yeah. as much, obviously, because they have lots of money. I would preface um, but she basically tweeted saying that she needed lettuce and that she would swap banana bread for it. And she ended up doing a trade with a YouTuber called Chris Clemens. And I'm pretty sure he documented the whole thing. And there's a very funny video of, because obviously to maintain social distancing or whatever, I don't know how far into the restrictions in America this was. So like this, she, she could be criticized for this as well. I don't know. Um, but like John is like a toy. Do you know those toy cars the kids drive in and like push along? Yeah. He basically put the lettuce in that and like push, pushes it over to your man or the banana bread, pushes it over to them and then they put the lettuce in and they push it over. It's gas. Um, but it's kind of those things. Like she'll regularly start these conversations and discussions, whether it's about like TV shows or whatever. Like she's very engaged with her fans for better or for worse, as I said, but like on a level that I don't think is comparable with a lot of other celebrities in my yeah. opinion. But I also think that's why people dislike her because as I said, with the example of Jennifer Lawrence, I think there's a thing where people look at her and they're like, you are such a tryhard. Do you know? I, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I just don't agree. I don't agree with it either, but I'm saying I know that's a viewpoint that people have. Fair. But I would also say like, obviously not everyone's going to like everyone. And if like, we all have celebrities that irritate us, like potentially for no reason or maybe you just don't find her funny that's that's fine but like the level of hate that she gets leveled at her I said level twice there um this is on another like horrifically shitty level before I get into why she's in the news at the minute um did we talk about Pizzagate on the conspiracy theories episode we did I I, I was gonna say I love Pizzagate I got I got into Pizzagate a couple of years ago, and like the whole not it's not the whole setup, but like the story or whatever the conspiracy. <laughs> I'm not in Pizzagate. Um, I love for you to clarify that, and I love just like it's ruined so many like conversations at parties where I'm like, talk to me about Pizzagate, and people are like, no. <laughs> Is that literally just what you you're just like your opening line? Yeah, I'm like, oh, that reminds me of Pizzagate, and you'll start talking about it, and you just see people's faces just drop. But anyway, tell the people what it is. So, like, I will give a trigger warning here that we are going to make reference to um, child sex trafficking, which is not great. Um, sorry. In advance. Um, Maybe I need to start doing that in real life. 
Actually, do you do you want to explain? Because I think you've a better understanding of what Pete's Gate is. Do you want to give like a very a very I'll stress this read a very cursory overview of what it is, and then I'll talk about how Chrissy is like how Chrissy's been drawn into this conspiracy, seemingly. Yeah, so it's supposed to be like this uh, conspiracy theory that there's all these very high powered people running a child sex ring from the basement of a pizzeria. Is that right? Let me see. Yeah, uh, a Washington DC pizza parlor, yeah. Comet Ping Pong. Um, yeah, and there has like, I think, was it like Hillary Clinton was like, like said to be involved and um, yeah, that's my whole take on it. I can't remember what Gordo said on it. Yeah, um, it's like it's like it's baseless and it baseless. I don't know why I said baseless, missing based. Um, kind of comes from nowhere as most of these conspiracy theories tend to. Um, but basically, um, New Year's twenty seventeen, she basically had to come out against Chrissy now had to come out against Twitter trolls because. There is like a faction of that internet. Like she obviously has like her bog standard trolls who just don't like her because of Trump and like trolls who don't like her because they don't like her. And then there's like the set of people who believe that she's involved in this Pizzagate thing. Um, so she's basically had, she had to come out and say that uh, because she had posted screenshots, um, she posted screenshots of a Twitter thread that had used photos of her daughter, Luna, that suggested she was involved with Pizzagate. And she said, I debated saying something about this, but I'm pretty disturbed over here. The fact that there are people with these thoughts is really scary. Um, so these people like made the connection that because, and again, like don't ask me to explain this because it doesn't, to me, it doesn't make any sense. So she'd dressed up Luna as Alice in Wonderland and a hot dog at some stage. And I'd put the photos up using a pizza emoji on Snapchat so they basically like used that and were trying to use those photos as proof basically that she was in this mad ring or whatever. Um, and she basically came out and was like, yeah, yeah, it's just Twitter, but I'm pretty sure this sick person is saying we are dark-sided Pizzagate pedophiles who traffic our daughter. She said, um, this is really scary. Scary shit. So she is constantly like, and that's not the only time she's come out about that. Like there's been several instances where she's had to come out and be like, I've been told so many times not to come out and say something, but like, it's horrific having to do this and try and defend your husband and protect your daughter and come out and be like, I don't know what this is. Where is this coming from? Like, how can you even suggest something as like horrific as this? Yeah. Um, there, whatever connection it is to Alice in Wonderland and hot dogs and stuff, I think Gordo's, Gordo has an episode on Pizzagate and it kind of goes into like how how people are trying to find connections in those things and he explains why they think it's connected to pedophilia but or child sex trafficking but I don't I don't know them off the top of my head but if you're interested in hearing more go to that it's grim but like she gets that every single day so like you think you're a man you're just trying to raise your daughter you're trying to raise a family you're just trying you're just trying to live you're just out here trying to live and you face that every day like that's I can imagine that's tough right which brings us to obviously why she's in the news at the minute. Um, I don't know if you know someone called Alison. I I I think I mispronounced this wrong before we started recording, and I said Roman, but I actually think it's pronounced Alison Romain. I think it's Roman. I don't know why. In my head, Alison Roman just sounds like a name that I've heard before. Let's, let's go with that. So, but it's 
spelled Roman anyway, Alison Roman, she's a cookbook author. She's a freelance food writer. She writes for Bon Appetit, among other places. And she recently did an interview with The New Consumer where she said she didn't aspire to capitalise on her fame by putting out a product line in the same way that Chrissy Teigen did and in the same way that Marie Kondo did. Marie Kondo is that like organising gal and she has that Netflix series. Fold it three times and throw it out. What is it? Yeah. No, what? No, I'd, what? Fold fold it three times, you kiss it and say thank you and then you throw it away. No? I, yeah, let's, yeah, I can't. That's one version of it, anyway. Um, so basically Alison said what Chrissy Teigen has done is so crazy to me she had a successful cookbook and then it was like boom line at Target because she has like a line of homewares like pots and pans and whatever else at Target an American uh, chain boom now she has an Instagram page there's over a million followers where it's just people running a content farm for her that horrifies me and it's something and it's not something that I ever want to do. So she's referring to cravings by Chrissy that you mentioned there, which is basically like her food page where she kind of posts all her recipes and stuff now. Um, so then obviously like Chrissy came out and as she does like addressed it on Twitter and said, this is a huge bummer for me and it hit me really hard. I've made Alison's recipes for years now, bought the cookbooks and supported her on social and praised her in interviews. I even signed on to executive produce the very show she talks about doing in this article, which is mad. Like, sorry, like whatever, if you do think that about Chrissy, because I think, I don't think that's like necessarily like an unfair argument, but like surely like you'd have enough common sense to be like, I probably shouldn't slag my boss in an interview. Like that clearly isn't going to go well. Like, do you know? Yeah. It's so bizarre. Um, and also, like, your one Roman is a bit of a hypocrite because she also has a collaboration coming out with this cookware startup called Material. And she's done, like, paid partnerships before with other brands. So, I mean, what I'm saying is it all comes back to capitalism and we're all... Um, but basically then, obviously, as I said, Chrissy came out and addressed that on Twitter and like made that statement and she was also like I guess we should unfollow each other now and to be honest it's stuff like that where I'm kind of like you didn't need to tweet that that's where I'm kind of like did you need to add that on but anyway then obviously uh, Alison responded again on Twitter being like hi at Chrissy Teigen I sent an email but also want to say here that I'm genuinely sorry I caused you pain with what I said I shouldn't have used you or your business or Marie's as an example to show what I wanted for my own career it was flippant careless and I'm so sorry being a woman woman who takes down other women is absolutely not my thing and don't think it's yours either I obviously fail to effectively communicate that I hope we can meet one day I think we'd probably get along so like it's this whole thing of like this was so bizarre that apology this all but like prior to this now as well you're one um like uh I don't know how to pronounce her name so I'm just gonna call her Alison I don't want to get it wrong like Alison was like, um, wish I had someone to hold my hand during baby's first um, internet backlash. Like she, you're one, there, there's nearly a podcast and you're on Alison herself because she's equally as divisive in in like the food like world. But um, so obviously since then, like when that article came out, obviously Chrissy's fans like came and were massively supporting her and were dunking on Alison, which I don't think is right either. And then as these things go, like in ebbs and flows, people started like, kind of shitting on Chrissy then again and we're like she she tweeted she's obviously taking a break from Twitter now because of everything she came out and said that people were referring to her kids as um oh, pe- pe- petri dish yeah yeah because 
yeah, she yeah, she had Miles and Luna by IVF. And it goes back to the Pizzagate thing. Um, she was saying, calling my kids petri dish babies or making up flight manifests with my name on them to Epstein Island, referring to Jeffrey Epstein, who's obviously been, who was involved in sex trafficking and whatever, and um, didn't kill himself, but whatever. Um, with my name on them to Epstein Island to justify someone else's disdain for me seems gross to me, so I'm going to take a little break. And she's made her account private, and she says she's taking a little break. It's just, it's this... I don't know. And because I'm a very online person as well, I can relate to the extent that it's like, it's very hard when like you clearly get a lot of enjoyment out of being online and using the internet and like all these memes and whatever else and engaging with people who you've never met and probably never will meet. But obviously that other sword where it's like, there's so much like grimness on the internet, like at all times. Yeah. And we should mention she put her account on private, but like she still has 12 million followers that can see everything. Yeah. So how private is it really? Anyway. I yeah, she's taken the break you suggested she needed. How long will it last? I think it should be Well, I don't know. I just think I think it's really hard as well when you're that into Twitter. Like you really need to be really like this sounds so ridiculous. Like, and I'm not trying to make like that. It's like such a feat to give up Twitter. But as I suppose for her, when you're as involved and your brand relies on it so much, like she probably can never give it up. Which is yeah. the sad. No, loads of celebs have. Maybe she will. I don't know. But she doesn't strike me as the kind of person who will. Um, she needs a while off, especially during quarantine. Like I gave it up for a month and lurked I lurk on the bandwagons account now and I'm considerably happier for it to be honest I saw that yeah I caught that you were uh, like deleted your Twitter but then you are definitely using the bandwagons one. I don't, we, maybe it's because we follow less people I just find it less less toxic probably yeah, fully like um, and again not comparing like I don't get anywhere near the fucking level of trolling that Chrissy Teigen gets obviously I don't really get trolling at all um, but just the internet in general sometimes you just need to be like I need to log off sometimes you need to be like it's not worth it to be here or like my joke can wait just, like go outside do you know what I mean go for a walk do you know and I don't always take my own advice but like sometimes you just need to yeah I don't know if you saw as well though on the obviously Adele made her like Instagram comeback whatever else and we're like Jesus we're not even going to get into that whole debate of whether we should or shouldn't be talking about how she looks. But obviously Chrissy commented on it um, and was like, um, are you fucking kidding me? And I know my friends also criticized her for that because it's kind of like, was there a need? Like, it's just kind of, I think it's the way she puts herself out there that causes ire for some people. I don't understand. So like, it was kind of more like, why did you have to, it's, it kind of seems like she's always going for the joke, do you know? That she couldn't just be like, you look amazing or just not say anything that she or that her only comment was I mean are you fucking kidding me do you know yeah. I know massively wrong with it, but I know other people were like is there a need yeah strange but I think she'll always uh, she'll always be um, I just think she'll, she's always going to be one of those marabite celebrities like because of the person that she is you know definitely and I like her in a lot of other ways. Some things I don't agree with her 100% on, but I don't think anyone deserves to get abused either. So No, she definitely doesn't deserve the amount of hate she's getting. I don't think. 
And especially not like when it's stuff about her kids. Like it's just. They're the cutest little kids. They're just like mini versions of them. My God, they're so cute. I was also trying to look up. She did Hot Ones. I was trying to find that um that interview she did on YouTube, but they took it down. She'll be back up soon, which is really annoying. But um, I watched her Vogue 73 questions and you actually have something in common with her breed. I watched, I watched the start of that as well and then I turned it off. Oh, fair. Then you might have missed the fact. I think I did. Um, you can both shove your whole fist in your mouth. Ah, classic. There you go. It's a talent, it's a talent not many possess. You're one step closer to being a Tegan. Two big mouths. Yeah, two big mouths. Breed, big mouth, big mouth. I can't speak anymore. <laughs> We're an hour and seven minutes in. Um, I'd be very interested uh, to hear people's thoughts. Um, we got a lot of good feedback on normal people and we got a lot of DMs. So we'd ask for people to keep that coming. We love we love a good uh, civilised discussion over here yeah. uh, on bandwagons. We got so much of it from normal people. Did you say that? Did you say that? Yeah, we, got, we, had, we, had, a, we had a good... Full-bodied discussion, I think. Um, so if you have any thoughts, please DM us and um, you might we might repost them to the story if you're good. Um, we're an hour and seven minutes in, so I think... You keep we- saying that. Mine's is an hour and two. But anyway. Oh, I started... Well, I actually... I think I started a bit longer. Doesn't matter. We are still over an hour in, so we may um, we may get onto any bandwagons because I'm sure people have things to be doing with their day. Breed? Um, I was... Uh, I struggled I struggled to get many bandwagons this week but I think I have some good ones um, okay. my uh, I've been I don't know if I've ever mentioned this to you but I've been campaigning for this actress to get more recognition for several months now okay. and it's Linda Cardinelli she's back in season two of Dead to Me oh yes yeah yeah Velma and Scooby Doo but she's in everything I'm actually going to bring up her IMDB because yeah she's everything- been in She's been in absolutely everything. I was watching New Girl. She was in that. Um, as like Jess's sister. Doesn't I need you to I need you to sell Dead to Me to me. Oh, it's incredible. Christina Applegate and Linda Cardinelli. So season one, um, Christina Applegate's husband got hit by a car and died subsequently. So she goes to grief counselling um, and she meets Judy, who's played by Linda and they become friends and I'm not gonna I won't spoil it for you but Judy kind of like moves into the house they get really close and uh, she gets really close to uh, Jen's kids um and it's just but there's like dark secrets being kept along the way um interesting and then season one ends with like a big thing and then season two is all about that big thing and not trying not to get caught for that it's a lot of like running from the police and like what is it similar to where you're like kind of rooting for the rooting for the people who've done wrong ultimately, but you still, you know, they're good people. It's not like you yeah. because you know he's bad from the start, but like they're good gals that keep making bad choices. Um, why was I still rooting? But like, why was I still rooting for Joel though? I feel like yeah, I watched it's rare, it. It's just a, an excellent show. I don't know how they do it, but it's, this, it's similar in this way where you're like, they're always like just on the verge of getting caught. And you're just like, ah, get out. Like, you know. How <laughs> would you go out of that? Yeah. I it's guess it's very, very good. They also, the episodes are only half an hour long. Oh, grand. That's I all. Watched, yeah. I watched all of season two yesterday. Um, Sorry, is the mini bandwagon Linda Card- Cardellini? Card- Cardellini. Card- Cardellini or it was, is it? It's both. It was dead to me, but okay. I, I'm just, every, I've been talking about her a lot. And then when that came back, it just, I forgot. I just, I needed to mention it. She's, 
an incredible actress and she just people just don't know her name yeah um, it's not, I'm sure some people know her name but yeah not enough recognition not this yeah anyway. she's, she's incredible so Christina Applegate as should be said she also is excellent in it um, and that's dead James, to me James Marsden as well is stunning oh James uh, Marsden isn't it gas yeah yeah he's getting a good bit of work again good for him yeah He's, he's a very lovely looking person. He just has a nice yeah, aura, aura about him. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't think he'll ever quite live up to his role in Enchanted, but he can or try. Or Hairspray. Or Hairspray, yeah. Corny Collins. Anyway. Yeah. Um, on a different note, Someone Knows Something is back with season six. I think it's back to when this podcast comes out, the 12th of May. Um, have you ever listened to it? No, you're gonna, I have no idea about this one. Very intrigued. It's basically just another true crime podcast, but there this um journalist David Ridgen goes and kind of like embeds himself in with a, like a family or a story and kind of investigates it for months and then they put out a podcast. Um and it's kind of like these things that were totally unexplained when they happened. But like the whole premise is that someone must know something. So he's like trying to find that out. So this season, he is investigating the case of a 19-year-old who disappeared on a road trip across the US. Um, and he's like back with his fa- the family and the mom, just trying to get some answers. It's very good. It's a very good podcast. It's one of the big, big true crime ones. Um, so yeah, and then I found it hard to get a third one. I was going to talk about Brene Brown's podcast, but I listened to it last night and I'm not 100% sold on it yet. So, okay, I I potentially have one. I I've written down here: Thirty Rock, Shit's Creek, and Hollywood. You I have said Hollywood. I did say Hollywood, but I've watched it now. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay, um, I was going to suggest um Dicky Rock versus Johnny Logan. I did. I saw that, and I was like, "Will I put that down?" And then I was like, "Absolutely not." Was that on Liveline today? Yeah. Should we do that as a bonus episode? Yeah, would we? I th- I think we could like. Yeah, fuck it, let's do it. Um, I don't really know what's going on, so I'll have to look into it. Do you know it's uh, our um, two year anniversary you... today since we saw Johnny Logan on the late night in person? I know. Yeah, I had a I had something in my Instagram memories. I don't know if you saw it on my close friends. Yeah, I did. Oh my god! Can't believe I saw Johnny Logan's bulge live. Where's it? What? Why was he on the late late that day? I think he's the reason we got tickets to the late late because when you fill out the form, uh, I filled out the form obviously, and it was like it's it's like write down one celebrity that you or one guest that you'd love to see on the late late, and I think that's how they pick their audience. I'm not I'm really not sure, but I'm I would not be surprised if I wrote down Johnny Logan just because I know he's on it so regularly. <laughs> I thought you, that my uh, odds would have been higher. Absolute rush. Yeah, that's fair. Well, we yeah. got there and we had a great time. It was very good. Um, did he do rock and roll kids or did he do hold me now? I did. Did he even it's sing? That memorable experience. I don't remember. Oh, we, I had a quite a little, quite an amount of wine, and we won like a, a hamper with food, and it. it was good. We didn't. We, yeah, we did actually. I I bawled crying at it. Um. Anyway, is that our third Billy Bandwagon in the late late and Dickie Rock? Um, yeah, I think so. We okay. eventually will visit for, revisit it for a bonus episode. If not, 
we are doing all their bonus episodes over on uh, Patreon if you have not subscribed. Um, thank you if you have. And if you don't want to, that's completely fine. Yeah, we got so many new patrons lately and they're like, everyone's saying thank you for getting me through lockdown. But like really the Patreon is getting us through lockdown in the most sincere. Yeah. I know I sound like I'm being sarcastic, but... No, it's nice to, we've done a couple of like nice Zoom calls and we obviously do the bonus episodes and they're really funny and we're actually doing a quiz this Friday. There are unfortunately no spaces left as of right now. Oh, um, that was going to be my third one. I forgot about the quiz. Anyway. Oh, I do. I, I will um, say if you have a ticket for the quiz and you can't do it for whatever reason, please just cancel your ticket so we can give it to someone else because we can yeah. only have a certain number of people. Yeah, we're really excited. Bandwagon's Big Fabu uh, quiz and you you're in with the chance of winning a 25 euro Just Eat voucher and some shit from my house. And uh, a packet of Scoobies. And a packet of Scoobies. That's a decent... And that's not even all the one prize. We're going to spread them out. Are we? Yeah. We'll give like a first, second and third but like second and third would be considerably shitter than first. Okay. I have a packet of Scoobies to offer and that's about it. And Great some macros. Perry Perry macros I'll throw in. Perry Perry macros. Perry Perry macros. I feel like... I was <laughs> like, 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 like <laughs> oh, you. Perry Perry macros. Perry Perry macros. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's it. Leave it at that. No, I feel like the uh, whatever room I'm in, like the oxygen is depleting and like my brain is being charged. It's so the I dead bird fume. It is the the bird is alive, okay? The bird's alive. I'm I don't know whether I want to say thanks to you all and I should probably preemptively apologize for this episode. Thank you so much. Um if you want to leave a review, we'd really appreciate that because we We've got some lovely reviews lately. Yeah, I was gonna say we get such good feelings from reading them. Um we are on all social media and we would like if you followed us. Um and we will see you next week otherwise. I'm Fanula. I've breed. Goodbye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.